0: Um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Patrick Curtis, Chief Monkey of Wall Street Oasis, and this is Monkey to Millions, a show where you get a front row seat as I mentor young students and professionals to try and help them break into their dream jobs. In the first cohort, you'll meet four students, all preparing for intense job interviews while trying to also balance a personal life and schoolwork. The goal of this show is to shine a light on the struggles of trying to break into competitive positions with a non-traditional background and to give you a roadmap for your own success. My hope is that as you get to know these four impressive students, you are inspired to dream big. Remember, these are real people, and this is their true story. Let's get to it. In this episode, we learn that Grace was hospitalized the prior week, but has since recovered and is doing well again. She's staying up to date with her schoolwork and finished her first semester with a 3.9 GPA. Listen to how I shift the priorities for her to try and make sure she's setting herself up for success come this summer, and also uh, some specific tactics on how frequently to follow up with contacts that she's established during networking. But first, hear from Grace over the previous few weeks leading up to this session.
1: So this is my first week back at school from winter break, first week of classes, and also my first week, uh, first real official week, I guess, at my internship. So I just got back from the office now. And in addition, I've been um, sending a lot more LinkedIn invites, as you suggested. And so I've been getting a very considerable amount of response, which has been good. And overall, my time's uh, very full right now, especially with the internship. So um, every minute is scheduled and busy, but it's been good, Uh, very productive, and already getting a lot done. So nothing too new this week. I was actually hospitalized for a few days last week, so that put me a little bit behind. I didn't get as much accomplished last week as I had originally hoped, Uh, but this week is just going to be to kind of catch up, get back to where I want to be. I'm also involved on a team for a pitch competition run by the hedge fund Point72 and all of those materials are due the end of this week, uh, so a big deadline, but um, overall just catching up this week and getting back on track.
0: All right, Grace, you're back at school, and kind yes. of a of things. Hopefully you're feeling better. Yes. Um, and yeah, it'd be great if you could just give me an update in terms of what's been going on.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess it's about my third week of classes at this point, um, and I've been... Um I started my internship, I guess like officially a few weeks ago. Um so I go in a day and a half each week for that. So it's not too much time, but it's um still something and kind of getting started with everything there.
0: Like 15 so, hours a week there or something. around that, yeah. Um have you so it's only been a couple of weeks there, right? You've only done like 30 hours. Yeah. <laughs> have you done any have they given you what are the, what type of stuff are they giving you like pibs? like like putting research together what do you what types of stuff are you doing Mm -hmm. database work um
1: yeah so at this point like at the time i started they were kind of already in the middle of a bunch of deals so it sounds it from what it's looking like there's like a one that's kind of starting up soon that i'll be more involved with so and it's a much smaller company too but um they've had me doing just like some basic financial analysis on that um doing some work on that and then just more general things too, like compiling research for comps, things like that.
0: Okay, good. Well, that'll help with your resume. Mm-hmm. Um, how's everything else going with the balance with all the schoolwork and with now that on top of everything and then the networking on top of that? Is it too much or you feel like you're you're hanging in there okay?
1: It's definitely a lot, but I can manage it.
0: Okay, yeah, because I mean... The stuff with – I mean, you're already in really – like it's funny because when I talk to everybody else, I always mention you. I'm like, oh, she's in great shape. She's a freshman. She already has an internship. Um, you have the the kind of the – what's it called? Those programs where you go in for like a week or a few days soon, right? Did you hear?
1: Um, so I haven't heard from Goldman, so I'm pretty sure I didn't get it. But mm-hmm. um, I don't – I'm surprised just because – there was a Fordham alum I talked with who like pushed my resume to a bunch of people who run the women's program there. So I
0: don't know. I'm
1: actually talking. I have a phone call though on Monday with someone who I've previously talked with at Goldman. Um, So I was going to ask her about that too.
0: Did you follow Um, up with the person who was pushing your resume?
1: um, No, not him. So
0: I would follow up with him. Just ask him, Hey, I'm not sure. Um, Or even check on WSO. See if like invites have been sent out already.
1: Yeah, I was looking and most people got theirs. There was a delay, but most people did get theirs. Most people did
0: get it. Okay, so mm-hmm. I would ask him, just be like, "Hey, I know no worries if I didn't get it. Just curious if um they're rolling or if it's it's they're all out already." And just, he may be like, "What? You didn't get one?" And he may like, you know, push for you to get one or he may just say like, "Oh yeah, yeah. sorry, I couldn't get you in." But then it'll give you a little more clarity. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then a bunch of other
1: banks have opened theirs up too recently. Most of them are for sophomores, but Um, Some upperclassmen have told me to apply anyway, because sometimes they'll look over that. Mm So (laughs) I'll do that. Especially if Um, you have the
0: banking uh, experience on your resume already. Yeah, exactly. So I think like
1: Evercore, Barclays, a few others have sophomore ones.
0: Do you have, have you updated your resume for this internship you're doing now?
1: Um, I started doing it, but I haven't really finalized it.
0: Okay. Why don't you take a draft, a stab at that, and then send it over to me? Okay. Take a look, but you know, you kind of want to be a little bit more aggressive in terms of what you will be doing
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, in terms of like financial analysis. You know, you don't have to say you like were on a specific deal yet, but ideally within a couple of weeks, if you can be on that deal, you can list that transaction mm-hmm. on there in terms of, you know, is it a sell side M and mm-hmm. kind a of deal? Yeah.
1: I just don't know yet what my role is going to be because I'm only in a day and a half each week. I can't be as involved as during the summer where I would be there every day.
0: Yeah, makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have a headset by any chance? Um, So you're saying that like um, specifically you don't feel like you're going to be able to get as much influence because you're only there a couple days a week. So somebody else is going to have to be running it.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. But I'm, I still don't know yet. So I guess I'll see. (laughs)
0: So I guess in terms of like what you're doing on your resume, what's, what's your thought? Like you don't want to list the transactions or you feel comfortable enough to list the transactions if you're doing. It?
1: Um, at this point I wouldn't list any specific ones. I mean, because it's only been a couple of weeks. Right. Um, but I guess in another month or two, I'll see where things are.
0: And... Yeah. Ideally you can do at least one, um, maybe two, even if you're not like building the model, if you can be like doing the comps DCF analysis valuation, even if you're, doing it alongside the analyst or you build it alongside him or her i think that would be really helpful because um just having that those buzz words on your resume and making it look Mm -hmm. financey and that that helps you clear a lot of screens Mm -hmm. um especially i don't think you're gonna have them right it doesn't sound like you're gonna have it ready for these drop the resume drop for this um Mm -hmm. these short ones but
1: yeah most of what i've been doing at this point is more i guess like an excel with like sales data and um like customer and that kind of thing revenue per, by client
0: like trying to build up um a revenue uh, model like no we're just
1: like organizing the data um like pivot tables that kind of thing
0: okay that's still good that's useful okay and then um so what else is going on so you have a pretty full course load remind me you're going to be going to this is through the summer correct yes okay so um I'm just trying to think of how else you can prep. So did you have any other kind of interviews or chats or, or now let's talk about your networking a little bit and how is that going? Cause I know I challenged you a little bit, right? Last time.
1: Uh, yes. Um, so I've, and I've been having a lot of phone calls recently. Um, not as many coffee chats just because I was away over break mm-hmm. and just now getting back. Um, but it's been good. I mean, I've been talking to a lot of different pe- people in different positions, um, because, I've been really interested in real estate. So that's kind of a niche thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, then also people like restructuring I've been interested in too. So I've been trying to like target people in those areas um, which can be difficult um, because they're more niche, but.
0: Yeah. I mean, restructuring, if you're, if you're looking at restructuring a lot of the good shops are like a uh, Houlihan Loki has a great restructuring practice, Lazard um, Rothschild, where I worked has a strong restructuring group. Um, not a bad place to potentially position yourself. Which by the time you graduate, we probably will be in a recession or coming out of a recession. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so not the worst place to, to position yourself. But yeah, I mean, in terms of restructuring, um, the difference is typically the engagements are longer. Um, they tend to be. Um, you're dealing with obviously distressed companies. Um, whether you're on the so, do you understand like the difference between debtor and seller side?
1: Um, kind of.
0: So like. Um, so sorry debtor and creditor so like the debtor side you are structuring you're you're advising the actual companies who took out the loans they can't pay it (laughs) and advise and helping them negotiate basically against their creditors to try and get the best terms possible and if you're an advisor for the creditors you're basically trying to negotiate with the company to figure out what's the most you can Mm -hmm. still recover even though you know you're not going to be whole in a distressed situation. So you lent out, there was a company I worked with called Corporacion Durango in Mexico, who's the largest paper and packaging plant when I was at Rothschild. And they, for example, had like issued, um, I think JP Morgan, and a couple other big banks had issued like $800 million of, of unsecured debt to this company. And then pricing collapsed like six months later and the company's profitability just completely tanked. And it was like, the worst case scenario, right? Because they weren't even able to make like their first interest payment, right, okay. let alone that. And so like, it was a, it was a longer, um, it was a longer process. So basically the, um, the entire kind of process of working with that company, we were on the debtor side. So we were helping them build like uh, a complex kind of um, capital structure or basically a financial model that, had projections out based on what they thought the new reality was, basically the much worse reality with lower pricing and what the profitability was, and basically what their debt capacity was, what could they actually pay back and over what time frame um, and so a lot of that was building a model that had a lot of dynamic kind of flexibility in terms of the capital structure, so like all these um, you know what debt would be forgiven, what debt would be um, structured where um, how to negotiate with the secured um, Creditors who had like actual claims on the prop on the machinery, so like you can't not pay them, you have to pay them. <laughs> or they'll like they can basically take ownership of the company um, or shut you down. Um, and then the unsecured is trying to figure out a way to kind of um, restructure something with them so that you can go into a bankruptcy process, like a, what's called a prepackaged bankruptcy process, where you have a prepackaged deal already negotiated with the creditor, so it's much easier to go get in and get out of bankruptcy. Um, so that was, I mean, you learn a lot, you learn a lot about very ugly scenarios, complex capital structures, the negotiation is really intense, um, and can take months, if not, if not years. So it's, it's kind of like that idea
1: of kind of like really going in and getting your hands dirty.
0: Yeah. And a lot of these companies are in in rough shape or they're in, they're in industries that are kind of going through cyclical decline and, and whatnot. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's an interesting place to be. Oftentimes the exit ops for restructuring are like can be like distressed credit funds or just uh, distressed um, buy-side you know hedge funds, uh, private equity funds, that type of thing. Um, but yeah, that's my little spiel on restructuring.:
1: And then on the real estate side, I've um, been able to talk with several Fordham alum at Blackstone too. Nice. Um, so that's really good. And when I applied for the women's program next year, um, there's a few women I've talked with who are Fordham alum at Blackstone who can help me with that. And that's how they got in right from undergrad.
0: And that group so, at yeah. that Blackstone, what is that? That's like a real estate. What do they, what types of investment? Is it like buy side? What, what or are they just like managing portfolios?
1: Um, well the people, the Fordham alum who I've talked with are more private like real estate debt strategies groups. Um, so not direct real estate, private equity, but, um, it's still related. They work.
0: Got it. What, what interests you about real estate?
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess this past summer since I was doing commercial real estate insurance, I was kind of like, I got to meet some of the clients who work in commercial real estate. Yeah. Um, and that just kind of piqued my interest.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. It's one of the more popular forums now, real estate finance in, in, on WSO, Um, but there's like, I know very little about it and I know it's filled with a lot of like different sub niches there's commercial there's 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 the individual investors and developers like on the on the ground type of people actually doing the work like with little small companies um where you can try to get a role uh role there there's um the large asset managers who are you know the REITs and stuff like that where you're doing more like the large project scales and portfolio management um, so there's a lot of different kind of subsectors within real estate. Real estate is just such a huge umbrella term. It's like saying, I want to work in a hedge fund. It's like, okay, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause there's so many different types between long, short macro. It's the same thing with real estate. There's so many different types of, of real estate. So I think it would be helpful if you kind of knew when you say, I want to go work in real estate, if you had like a, a good understanding of <clears throat> where in the, where in the real estate world kind of interests you most, because you can do, there's a mess banks that work. Yeah, I mean, there's a mess in banks that work in, in real estate, right? In type of transactions, there's, uh, there's private equity funds that put private equity real estate, you know, so. Um, cool, so you're, yeah, I see your, your connections are growing on LinkedIn. Where were you before? I can't remember. You're at like almost 500.
1: I don't remember where I was before. Probably a little under 400. Um, I've been sending out a lot of invites. It's just a matter of who accepts.
0: Do you think the, the acceptance rate is pretty low?
1: No, i mean i like, feel like there's a lot of people who don't check like they'll accept i you know people are accepting now who i might have sent invite to three months ago
0: yeah so yeah i mean you can do up to 100 a day um i know you're busy and you don't want to just like spam everybody but if you could be doing like 20 a day it doesn't hurt to just get that initial connection because once you're connected on linkedin you can actually see their email Right, mm-hmm.
1: that's been helpful,
0: and that's huge because once you have their email, then you can get them into the reminder cycle. I call it the where you send an email, and you have the reminder to follow up with them in three weeks or six weeks. Yeah, or that's anything. what I've been doing. Yeah, I'm right inbox. And so then eventually, <laughs> it's going to start being like every morning you have like ten emails, fifteen yeah. emails. So, but it's good because um, the more you do that, the more the more chances you're getting yourself at, at making a great connection. That's going to make right. you know change your whole trajectory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've already had a few people I've talked to at, um, I guess, more like
1: middle market places who have said, if I'm looking for an internship, to so let them know. So like for the fall, I'm definitely going to um, you know, follow up with some of those people.
0: For, you mean sophomore summer?
1: Uh, or for this fall. So I'll probably stay at the internship where I am now through the end of the summer. And then I can intern in the fall semester too.
0: Yeah, so you're like going to be doing this through schooling the whole- Yeah, time.
1: that's what a lot of people here do
0: yeah because you're in the city you can do mm-hmm. it. it's really intense <laughs> that's really yeah, i mean
1: i feel like the student life here is just a lot different because i mean it's not a like a traditional college campus to begin with right um but then i don't know they say we're living more like adults than actual college students
0: right? you are i mean you're yeah. you're living i guess you're probably in a dorm or whatnot but um or student housing but you're that's probably the only thing that's very college yeah <laughs> Um, and then specifically like your classes and the course load, is that something where you can keep at a manageable, a manage, uh, manageable level? Is it, is it finance? Is it, and what are you kind of focusing on? And what is does Fordham? Um,
1: right now it's a mix. So I'm in some of kind of like the liberal arts core classes and then I'm also in um, a business class this semester. Um, that's just kind of a general business class. Um, nothing too specific at this point. We just kind of do a little bit of, a, of everything. Mm-hmm. And then economics. So, Fun. and then I'm doing coding in my statistics class, so that's helpful too.
0: Like what type of coding? Python.
1: Um, R.
0: R. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, we're about to actually release a course. Where by the time this airs, we've released a course on the uh, on Python fundamentals, because I think it's, I think it's going to be more and more useful to people to have to be able to 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 use that tool, especially in finance and sales and trading. Where everything is getting automated.
1: Yes. <laughs> um,
0: M&A will probably be one of the last things that ever gets automated because it's really pure advisory and, rela- and relationships. So it's a good place to be. But um, Okay, so it sounds like you're doing well. Um, what do you think in terms of like, so you got like an extra 50-ish connection since we last spoke. Um, I'd love to see that jump.
1: Yeah, I've, just been, I've been playing catch-up this week um, since I was put behind last week. Yeah. But um, once this weekend's over, school, I'll have...
0: Your school and your internship are priority right now. Um, it's just tough for you to find. Because you have the internship during school, I just worry about your balance and like actually having time to breathe. Like You shouldn't push yourself to the point where you're working 80, 90 hours a week, meaning with school and with everything that shouldn't be your life right now. You have plenty of time to do that when you graduate.
1: No, I mean, my weekends are a lot more free Okay. because I can, I have schoolwork, but I can fit that in where I want to.
0: Right. So, I mean, what I would suggest is if you can have a balance where your schoolwork is, let's say you're in, you're in class, what, 10 hours a week. And you're, you're studying 10 to 15 hours a week.
1: Yeah, probably a little bit more,
0: a little more, maybe 20. So twenty, it's 25 hours and then, the problem is you got another 15 hours right there with the internship. Wow. You're already at 40. So maybe just putting in another five. If you do five, like an hour a day of, of networking mm-hmm. during the week, I think you can still do a lot of damage. An hour of reaching out with connections to relevant people in New York. Mm-hmm. Or like you said, remember the previous people who had backgrounds to Maryland?
1: Yeah. So have, like you already, have
0: you already done all those? Have you worked through those?
1: Um, I think I've gone through most of those. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of doing it by high school and, um, by something and like local colleges. Remind me,
0: did you get Sales Navigator? Did you invest in that? Yes,
1: I did. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so you have, um, you know you can save like actual lists, right? Is like different searches and lists?
1: Oh, I didn't know that and to leave. save that.
0: Yeah, so you can okay. save them so you can go back and then you'll know, it'll help you keep track. Okay. So like going forward, if you're like, hey, I want to only look at people at, I don't know, I'm trying to think of some random thing. Only people who are in New York Um, or like you say, okay, female investment bankers, you know, Mm -hmm. in M&A, that's who I want to target now or female, uh, investment bankers or investment bankers in restructuring. Mm -hmm. You do a search with like restructuring as a keyword to see, it won't capture all of them, but it'll capture enough of them where you Mm -hmm. can actually, um, in your message, have something along the lines of like, I'd love to learn more about restructuring and some, you know, distressed, you know, advisory is actually interesting to me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to just learn more about it.
1: That's what I've been trying to do. At this point, it's been mostly um, Fordham connections or trying to find some kind of connection in common.
0: Yeah, yeah, Um, I mean, the Fordham network, it's pretty big, right? mm -hmm. Do you feel like it's, it's, I just don't want you to like, I know Fordham um, historically hasn't been like a super target school. Mm -hmm. So I don't want you to get stuck only connecting with people who are in like uh, in positions that don't reach your potential. So, like, I mean, that's
1: it's, mo- it's been growing a lot the past few years. So, that's why I've really been targeting the younger people. And
0: that's yeah.
1: more of who I've found. Um, so, like I said, the people at like Blackstone, like, that's been there's been a growing number there in the past few years. Um, and think Goldman, too, has had a large number coming past, I think, like three or four years.
0: Yeah. And so, you got to be careful looking specifically at what groups they're going into because that it's a huge difference like blackson and goldman are two huge names but look where are the fordham alums actually going and then where are the other alums going at the other top schools and if there's a big difference i say for career wise you shouldn't be just i think career wise you should be targeting the hardest groups to get into right you already have an internship in investment banking you're already building because you knew so early it's funny i had a Podcast with a young guy who's like it's such a lie when they say to you you have time to figure it out and he's like they don't you don't have time to figure it out I'm like you're right I'm like i have a there's a freshman I'm working with, and she like already has an internship he's like exactly she's the one who's gonna she's gonna get all the interviews because she has like from freshman year on um been building that network actually showing that on her resume so it's a huge advantage, so I don't think you should limit yourself to only specific groups. And I'm sure there's some Fordham alums who are super, um, super successful at top banks and the top groups, but it's yeah. not, a, it's not as big a pool. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's a lot more in the younger. It's, yeah. The, it's the younger people. And it's also, um, and so like, I, I want you to branch outside of that. Cause I think you're going to, I think you're going to get a much more, uh, varied and, and interesting, um, kind of perspective from talking to those people so like find other commonalities around
1: what i've been trying to do it's yeah. tough but like i've done volunteer work
0: i mean you could look at photography even and try to do a keyword right
1: photo. Mm-hmm. yeah i've been trying to find people so i've done volunteer work with the muscular dystrophy association mm-hmm. and i'm getting involved here in new york so um i've been trying to find people with that but it's difficult through linkedin because uh, when you put in that keyword then people with who've done charity things just related to that, but not with the organization. Right. So.
0: Yeah, it is tough. You, you got to, that's the hard part is like getting the filters right and knowing right. what to go, ne- go after next. But there's really no limit to potential connections. I wouldn't be shy. Um, there's, no, there's no advantage to being shy. Yeah, I've
1: started kind of doing that even people who I don't necessarily have anything in common with just sending invites. Yeah.
0: And I, if, if that's, if that's the point where you've gotten to, I mean, best if you can do something and kind of um, whether if, even if it's not, even if it's like saying, Hey, you know, I'm at a non-target as well. <laughs> you could do like you could p- people in the you know, I'd love to learn your story and how you got there. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are oftentimes from those schools are oftentimes more willing to talk because they struggled and you know not everyone responded to them when they were in your shoes mm-hmm. right. okay. so oftentimes you can be like you can do a search for a specific group like let's say you want to talk to somebody in tmt at the top banks like a telecom media group or a consumers group you can do a search for that and then you can like look at the schools they went to and like mm-hmm. any of that are seem like a state school or a um a school that isn't traditionally like seen as a strong feeder Mm -hmm. um that's potentially a good connection that makes sense (laughs) that makes sense
1: yes
0: (laughs) okay um so i mean i think right now it's about keeping your grades up um making sure school and and internship are priority you want to make sure that they have good things to say about you
1: Yeah, I got my first semester GPA, so three point nine three, I think.
0: So. Not too bad. Not too mm-hmm. bad. I think you're okay. <laughs> as long as you're yeah, as long as you're above like a three five, three six, I think you're fine. Um I wouldn't let it if you can keep it above three seven, that's great. Um three nine's perfect that's that's great. It's actually almost better than a four-o. Mm-hmm. People laugh, but four oh isn't necessarily a, a good thing because oftentimes there's associations with a four-o. Okay. of like this person only focuses on academics academics mm-hmm. it makes you look a little less well where where if you have a three nine it's like okay they're just really sharp and look they have they're doing all these other things <laughs> okay <laughs> um, yeah i don't
1: think they'll ever get it up to a four but <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it, it's it's fun and so like a you know three eight three nine i think it's it's that's perfect to target that um but yeah obviously just keep trying to get a's and i think you'll be in good shape anything else i can help with personally like do you want me to look through any of your um, Actual outreach emails or connection requests? I don't,
1: I don't think so. I mean, they've been pretty standard. I can go through. I guess like my pending invites right now. Um, All
0: right, cool. So yeah, yeah. If you can, if it's pretty standard, if you want to just read off a of one or one or two of them to me, or.
1: Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um. So here's one I've found a Fordham alum who was also in the same, um, honors group that I'm in. It's a really small honors group. Uh-huh. Um, so I said, um, hi Lucas, I'm a Fordham freshman studying global business and finance and also in GBHP. I saw you work in M&A within IB, a group I'm particularly interested in hearing more about at BAML. I'd love to be connected so we can maybe chat at some point that is mutually convenient and then sign my name.
0: That's great. And, um, I'd love to know how many of those you're sending out. So I guess the whole, I'll give you homework. Mm -hmm. Your homework is to send out. So you're at 443. Your homework is to send out. um, I'm doing the math in my head. I have
1: 220 pending sent
0: invites right now. 200, you have 220 pending sent invites. Mm -hmm. So um, I want that to be in the next month. I'm doing, I'm taking out my calculator right now. Let's say you have monday through friday five to about 20 days weekdays and you're going to give an hour how how long is an hour a day um so it's like 20 that's 20 hours to work on this how many do you think you can send out in an hour um 30 (laughs) 30 okay so like one every other minute so it's like 600 more invites you could have pending. Mm I can try. (laughs) So you can try that. Um, I think it's gonna just, you're just gonna have so you're just gonna have such a broader uh, base going into your sophomore year of people that actually responded that you actually had a 20 minute call with. Mm -hmm. um, Where, you know, from that from that, say 600 people, maybe 100 will connect with you. And maybe only 20 will do a call. So it's not, it shouldn't be overwhelming, even if you spend the whole month with outreach. Do you know what I mean? That's
1: the thing is like the people that who've connected, who have accepted my request, but they haven't responded anything. How long should I wait before I reach out to them about doing a call? Or do I just let it sit for a while?
0: So once they're, you're saying once they're connected, uh, they they accept your request, but then they don't follow up on the message saying let's chat.
1: Yeah. So the people that don't.
0: I would get it into email. And I would say LinkedIn uh, uh, LinkedIn uh, connection as the subject, and I say, hey, I just want to say thanks for connecting. Um, again, um, very interested in M and would love to follow up at some point. Um, you know, over the coming, uh, you know, over the next month or so, I'm typically free on and just give times where you're typically open, um, that you don't have class, and then basically just see if see if they're willing to kind of put something on a calendar.
1: Right now, I have a list of about thirty or forty people who fit that, who have connected with me, but I haven't, but never responded, so I haven't had a call with them yet. So I wasn't sure how long I should wait before emailing them versus just sending out more LinkedIn invites right now.
0: I would, I mean, I would email them right away, right after the connection, when it's warm, and just get that started. And then I wouldn't follow. And then if you send that email and they don't respond, I wouldn't follow up like within a week. Um, I would do it more like, um. I would wait three weeks okay. and then follow up again um, and just say, Hey, it'd be great to chat. Are you free sometime? And then maybe offer a different time, you know, um, okay. to do any of those times or try to be really flexible in terms of what you offer. Um, because, you know, obviously they're super, super busy. Um, and you know, if they, if they text you, you know, leave your phone number in the email, if you want, you can send that to me, but you could just say something like uh, LinkedIn connection um, on the subject. And then you could say, Hey, uh, Hey, Dan. Um, thanks again for connecting. Uh, thanks for connecting on LinkedIn. Um, just wanted to follow up and see if um, sometime over the next few weeks might work for you for a, a quick 10-minute chat. Um, I'm typically free anytime from you know 7 a.m. to uh, 10 a.m. on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and anytime after 5 p.m. on know, Monday through Friday, you know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. your schedule. Okay. Please let me know. Um, yeah, please let me know if any, any of those times work. Um, and then you can just have your number in your signature, your email, mm-hmm. your number and everything there. So they may just text you. Okay. Um, they'll be like, Hey, do you have time now? And you got to be like, okay. Oh, who is this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and so that's why it's good to have, I don't know how you're tracking it. Um, you have a sheet of some short
1: um yeah i just have a list right now of the people about 30 or so just the names of people who i haven't actually contacted yet
0: okay so yeah i mean i think it makes sense to get them into some sort of reminder cycle because out of those 30 you can probably get five calls i'm guessing at least
1: yeah and i've also found with other people who i've already emailed that a lot of times the email on their linkedin is one they don't use Hmm. so they just never open the email and then the follow-ups never opened either
0: and that happens. It's like an old
1: personal one.
0: And if that happens, you can always go back to LinkedIn and try a message on there. Because if accepted, they accept it, that means they do occasionally check LinkedIn usually. Right. So, um, does that make sense? Does that, is that possible? You think you can hit 600? Um, I can try. <laughs> I mean, I, I think more important than 600, try to get calls. I mean, what matters right. is more calls. So, mm-hmm. if you can do like 10 calls before, mm-hmm. um, maybe 10 is a lot. If you can do five calls before next month.
1: Oh, yeah, I already have a bunch of calls scheduled for the next few
0: weeks. You do? Great. How many?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember right
0: now. Three?
1: <laughs> several, just because a lot. Of, most of the people who I do send invites to who respond will get back to me and say, like, oh, when are you
0: available? That's awesome. Yeah, so I would put that when you, I guess, oh, so they, they ask in, after your connection request, they ask when you're available, and then that's when you kind of come back to them with just as uh, an open schedule, as open as you can have it
1: yeah basically
0: (laughs) um awesome yeah and always try to be early for those calls and kind of um be ready to um be asked questions of why are you interested in m&a or why yeah why restructuring and that that's what makes it tough if you start saying oh i want restructuring you got to be ready to at least have a decent understanding of what it is
1: most of them are even um i feel like they most of them underestimate my knowledge um and I usually know more than what they're saying. Like a lot of times they start explaining things that I already know. Yeah. I think I know less.
0: So I think that's good. And I think, I think where you can impress is the types of questions you ask that show, you know, that knowledge. Yeah.
1: In a that's, way that's
0: not obnoxious. Um,
1: right. <laughs>
0: you don't want to be like, so tell me about the debtor is most of your, uh, most of your things debtor or, you know, or creditor uh, work. But I mean, that's a good question. If you know, mm-hmm. if you understand the difference um, and you're not doing it, um, you know are the engagement what are the engagements like um you know is it heavy modeling for the analysts there that type of stuff and you can take you should be taking notes
1: oh yeah i do i have an excel sheet with long notes from every call so
0: perfect yeah because in that way you can follow up with like really targeted email yeah Um, and that's what
1: i did too a lot of over break was following up with people who i talked with over the summer Perfect. and i was able to say like if they gave me this advice oh i followed this advice and this is what happened
0: yeah. So. It's awesome. They people love that. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: cause then you're also showing like you're following through. You actually have. Oh, a, yeah. Oh uh, yes. I'm on
1: a phone call right now. I'm sorry. sorry
0: I'm in a room. In it's okay. Room, we'll so. be, we'll be <laughs> soon. Awesome. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, if you can keep, um, keep doing all that, I feel like you're going to be in, in great shape. Um, not just this year and through the summer, mm-hmm. um, I mean, this summer you can do a lot of damage because you don't have school. Just think of that.
1: Yeah, I just don't know how that'll work with, because I'll be in the office all day. So I guess just, just – but just I'll so. also – I mean, I'm in the middle of Park Avenue too, so all the office buildings are right there.
0: Lunch. Lunch with yeah. different people. <laughs> You're going to need a big lunch budget or hopefully – or just <laughs> coffee, a coffee budget. Yeah. Um you're going to have so much caffeine or just get used to drinking tea or something that's less caffeinated or water. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise you'll be shaking by your fifth coffee chat. <laughs> um, anything else um, in terms of like questions about like the follow-up and the timing? I think it is a little tricky. You don't, I don't, you don't want to be like really annoying and start hitting them every week, every week, every week. Mm-hmm. I think go. So we talked a little bit about the timing. So I think right when they connect via on LinkedIn, if they haven't responded within a day or two, you can go ahead and send that email and start the reminder cycle. Then I'd hit them again in three weeks if they haven't responded. Mm-hmm. If they still don't respond after that, I would give them another, um, don't give up. I would give it another 12 weeks. So okay. three months. Um, and then if they don't respond to that one, then I would let that contact go. Okay. So there's the, after they connect with you, it's a, Hey, thanks for connecting with me. Here's my times. Uh, three weeks later it's, Hey, um, you know, still would love to chat if you, if you, you know, if you I know you're super busy, um, you know, do any of these times work and you just go boom, 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 boom. Um, and then literally 12 weeks later, Hey, just, uh, one last, one last email. I, I hope, I hope this isn't bothering you. Um, uh, but I know how busy you guys are. I, I'd still, uh, It'd still be it'd still be great to, to chat with you if, you if you have the time otherwise no worries I won't I won't um, I won't message you again okay that type of thing and then that way you're hitting them three times over a pretty long period of time um, you're showing persistence but doing it in a way that's actually um, conscious of their time and the beauty is you're not in such a rush to get an internship that you don't need to be hitting them
1: right like mm-hmm. this
0: you can do it a little bit more spaced out and still show that hey I have an internship I'm not looking for a job I mean I, I almost wonder if there's a way you can um maybe in the second email if they haven't followed up with you just cuz they may think oh this person is just going to be asking for an internship you can say i already have an internship secured i'm really just curious to to hear more about the the position okay. that's the i think a line like that is actually important in the second follow up if they're not like willing to chat with you um i think that could do a lot for your conversions okay cuz then it's a true mentorship you know, call. It's a true, just helpful. Okay.
1: Oh, and then I did have one other question. So if I have, um, like some people that I've talked with on the phone, mm-hmm. then, um, either they offer to connect to me with other people or I ask and they say that they'll, um, do that or they'll find someone they will think about who they could connect me with. And then when I follow up after the phone call, um, you know, I say something about that, but then they never get back to me. How do I politely follow up? asking about
0: that again. Um, I know it's
1: different in every circumstance. So
0: on right inbox, you can set default reminder timings. So like one week, three weeks, seven weeks, 12 weeks, 14 weeks. You can do whatever you want to have it set. So as a template, so you can quickly drop it down. What I would do is after you send that email with the thank you, but for doing the call, blah, 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 I'm going to, you know, if you do have any one, blah, blah, blah. If they don't follow up, I wouldn't be like, you know, in a week, Hey, you never gave me anyone. What I would do is you do it in a way that's more subtle where you just give them an update okay. on, on where you are. So um, let's say, for example, <clears throat> you have a call with somebody next week, it's February. Um, they say they're going to put you in touch with somebody. You have a great call. You say, thank you, da da da. They don't get in touch with you, but you have them on the reminder. They don't get back to you, but you have them on a reminder schedule for 12 weeks. You've made that connection. The most important thing is that you've made that connection. Uh-huh. You now have a voice. They have a face to that, to your resume, to everything. Mm-hmm. So the most important thing is that you're getting on the phone with them once. Yes, it's good. if It's, it's actually critical that you always ask for the mm-hmm. warm intro um, to build. Um, but the most important thing is that you've made that connection. So it's, right. it's not something where you need to be like annoying them, especially when you don't need anything. Right now, so what I would do is like in May, rather than be like, "Hey, do you have anybody else I can talk to?" You just be like, "Hey, um, but I just want to thank you again for the the call we had back in February. Um, just just letting you know, I'm starting my internship this week. I'm um, really excited. Um, I'd love to just uh, keep you up to date. Notice that your firm was doing this or something, you know, something along of either a question or a something helpful to them. Yeah. If you can add value at all to them, I think it would. Um, that'd be great. That's really, that's a hard ask sometimes as a, right. <laughs> as a freshman, but if there's anything you saw in the news that reminds you of a conversation you had with somebody in terms of a deal date, maybe they did or whatnot, it's a great opportunity to reach out. And that's where like your mental memory is almost going to be more valuable than at the spreadsheet. Like if you're reading something in the news, whether it's, you know, um, PE hub or one of these other news outlets deal sheet and um, where you're basically reading about different m transactions or restructuring and, and you notice, oh, this person's bank or this person's group is working on this deal. Mm-hmm. It's a great opportunity just to reach out and be like, hey, congrats. Okay. But yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel the pressure to, to keep hounding them for another contact. Okay. I don't think it's worth it. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's worth it because you're already doing the legwork to get more contacts yourself anyways. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, excuse me. Ooh, cold. I'm getting over a cold. <laughs> <coughs> too many kids bringing too many colds. Um, but so does that make sense?
1: Mm-hmm,
0: yeah. Okay. I think I lost you. Your volume, you there? Mm-hmm. The microphone. I lost you. So uh, yeah, I got you back. So does that make sense in terms of just like the, the follow-up? Y- again, you're going to be doing the legwork. You don't need to be bothering people more i think Mm -hmm. it's better if you're just reaching out to give them updates like every three to six months okay um in terms of where you are um in your process um the the internship kind of what happened there and i can help you at the end of your internship kind of craft an email to kind of give a lot of your updates uh, a lot of your contacts an update on what you did Mm -hmm. over the summer and think that's smart going into the fall um especially if you're like um especially if you're actually have another internship lined up in the fall, it looks even better. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to be starting this and they're like, who is this girl? Like I remember talking to her, she seemed sharp. And now she's, she's stacking internships back to back during the school Mm -hmm. year. I think it looks really good. Mm -hmm. And she's only a sophomore, you know, by next Mm -hmm.
1: year. So for the people that I've talked with, I guess starting in around September through December, Mm -hmm. how long do I wait until I follow up with them again?
0: So you sent a thank you note, right?
1: hmm Yes.
0: Um, September through December. I mean, I think you can wait till um
1: like wait till the middle or end of the summer.
0: I think you could. I think you could. Or just the end of. A little summer late year. by the end of the summer. Okay. Um, but you know, six months isn't crazy. Like mm-hmm. maybe maybe in maybe more like middle of the summer when you're in the middle of an internship, saying you're lo- you know you're loving it. Um, are mm-hmm. really interesting. You're working on a couple of M&A transactions, sell side. I'm just wanted to give you an update and thank you again for all your advice um, that mm-hmm. you, um, late last year. Okay. Short and sweet. Something like that is great just to keep you top of mind. Cause they may be like, okay. hey, we're looking actually to fill that may actually mm-hmm. I, doing it kind of in the middle of the summer. might be better. Cause they may actually be looking to fill some spot. Right. Mm-hmm. And and that may be a nice way to kind of, if you don't have something lined up for the fall yet okay. to, to do it. So maybe even like mm-hmm. late May, early June, I don't know when okay. you start, when you start your,
1: Mm-hmm, Cause I'll have already been doing it this semester too. So.
0: Yeah. But when do you start at the, or when do you finish school and start full time there?
1: Um, it'll probably be around Memorial day.
0: So like late May. So maybe mm-hmm. like late June, just to okay. give you a month there full time. I think you'll be able to say a little bit more. In the, right. Um, it'll be a little more believable.
1: Yeah. <laughs> True.
0: <laughs> it's really tough. It's really tough with the 15 hours a week mm-hmm. to be able to come across as like, Oh, I'm really doing banking now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think this is great though. I think, I think you're in a really good shape. Um, I think that by, yeah, so don't feel like you have to follow up with them every three months. It can be six months, especially, okay. especially now that you have, I mean, especially if you have nothing to say,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, what are you going to do? I mean, it's like, Hey, I'm still working. I'm still at the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> right. better to do it. Um, when there's a, a bigger change or something, some momentum, mm-hmm. some momentum or, okay. or, you know, um, hey, this is in a few months. I know this recruiting is kicking off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I maybe I kind of want to get my name back at the top of top of the mind, top of the pile. Mm-hmm. I know in three weeks, four weeks, I'm going to be dropping my resume for the mm-hmm. program. Okay. And so timing that cycle is important, but I don't think anybody has to be like, it has to be a three month cycle for sure for everybody. And like you keep reaching out for here right. you know, cause I think it just gets, it gets, um, it's too, uh, wrote it's too robotic it's not human Mm -hmm. enough and really the goal here is you know it sounds robotic because I'm telling you to reach out to thousands of people Mm -hmm. but the real goal here is is to develop a handful to 20 really strong relationships right Mm -hmm. that's a that's gonna move the needle a lot more than like having a hundred really just informational meetings yeah never Mm -hmm. go any further like you want somebody to after you start updating to kind of take an interest in you Mm-hmm. And really, kind of notice that you're following up, that you're following their advice, that you're um, that you're speaking about the deals you're working on intelligently. Mm-hmm. So, you, like, you have something to say about it, and that's where I think the email is really important in terms of your update, like in late. Okay. Change, let's say, mm-hmm. I think just being able to craft that in such a way where they kind of like sit up and say, "This is an intern." Hmm. You know. Okay. And it's a little bit of a balancing act because you don't want to come across as a tryhard. Yeah. <laughs> um and like oh i'm such a banker you know <laughs>
1: like, uh-huh, right you're so
0: young and i know it all so i think it's it's important to come across as humble and continue trying right. to learn um if you do that i think you're going to be in great shape
1: mm-hmm. okay
0: does that does that make sense
1: yes but mm-hmm. i would
0: aim for just keep building that doing those initial calls all through like right. march and then end of june follow up with that whole group okay and then you can kind of get them all on the <clears throat> same thing it'll be insane it'll be how mm-hmm. this wave coming around every yeah. like, <laughs> five to six months. Um, but it'll be good. Cause you can, um, you can then figure out, okay, who really is taking an interest um, in something because right. there's always those people who just love giving back and love connecting with people who are hungry and who want it.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And Fordham alumni in particular are always very helpful because it's a smaller group.
0: Yeah. it's awesome. It's mm-hmm. awesome. So I'm sure most of them will come from there, but you may be surprised. Yeah. You other places or non-target students, there's something kind of be like, oh, I'm going to take her under my wing and help her. Yeah.
1: There's been a few other people who I know really taken a liking to me. That's great. For them. So
0: that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I think that's important. So, um, any other questions, ask as many questions as you have.
1: Oh, um, I think that's all of them at this point. <laughs>
0: okay. Yeah. Cause I think you're, I think you're on a great path, um, once you do have a transaction where you're a little more comfortable putting on your resume let's talk about that that's Mm -hmm. super critical Mm -hmm. like the earlier you can get that on your resume the more looks you're gonna get just Mm -hmm. looks like a banking resume now and then you can start removing some of the older stuff
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i can send you what i did so far i have like three bullet points but they're really general just because okay you know it hasn't been that long yeah, and that's what it is. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, in terms of like removing stuff, we don't want to just start getting into the into the mistake of trying to pack your resume and keep everything and hold mm-hmm. on to it because you feel like everything's so critical. You have a lot of like medicine and-
1: Yeah, I took a few things out from the Hopkins part since that was Perfect. the biggest thing.
0: it was massive, yeah. I mean, you yeah, still, you should still always have that probably for a while the mm-hmm. leadership and stuff like that. But I think the more you can fill up the top of your resume with uh, relevant finance stuff- right?
1: the mm-hmm. better off you're going to be. Yeah.
0: A lot of common sense. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll email that to you. After we cool. off the call.
0: Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, yeah. So you're good then. Anything else? Just like, yeah, try not to burn yourself out.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm like, yeah, get 600 connections and don't burn yourself <laughs> out. It, if you have to drop something, drop this right now. Okay. You're in, you're, in a good, you're in a good spot um, in terms mm-hmm. of, um, if you didn't have an internship yet for the summer, I'd be pushing. Mm-hmm. I'd be, I would say I take priority over your schoolwork.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but I don't anymore. Like you're mm-hmm. in a good seat. So now if something has to drop to keep your grades up and to do well at the internship, it should be this. Okay. That makes sense? Yes. And, I'll, and it may flip again, like by summer, mid-summer, if you don't have any good leads and you're like, hey, what am I going to do in the fall? Then I'll be like, this takes priority. Yeah. Even over your internship. So um, mm-hmm. it may flip. And that, that little cadence of like, okay, what should I be focusing most of my time, most of my week on? Mm-hmm. It's going to keep flipping depending on like the time of the year. So, right. Let's just keep mm-hmm. that in mind. Yes. Anyways, is that helpful? I hope it is.
1: Yes, that's very helpful. Thank you.
0: <laughs> okay. And then, yeah, just just be confident. Um, don't be shy. Just don't be shy about who you are. Oh, yeah.
1: I'm not anymore.
0: <laughs> I've done so get, many
1: phone calls at this point. And
0: I you're going to get too. so good at it. You're going to get yeah, so oh,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And your it. I can already tell.
1: My social skills are just <laughs> or like networking skills are better than most of my years are also like freshmen
0: yeah and the other th- of course because as a freshman it's super intimidating I, I couldn't even talk to anybody but then the other thing about this is your questions are going to get better
1: because
0: mm-hmm. you're going to learn through them telling about you st- stuff like let's say you talk to one restructuring banker or you talk to me a little bit about it and then somebody else is mm-hmm. going to you a little bit more detail you're gonna start piecing it together and then your mm-hmm. questions are going to get more nuanced and more targeted specifically mm-hmm. around there and that's going to impress them even more so right. like you take these calls as really an educational experience and the beauty is you don't need an internship. It really is that it, There's no, mm-hmm. there's no ulterior motive here yet. Okay. There is an ulterior motive of building the connection <laughs> potentially down the road. It could help mm-hmm. you, but you're putting in the work so far ahead that it really is almost like the most pure networking that you get. And ner- networking mm-hmm. kind of has, has a dirty connotation associated with it because it's like, Oh, right. this person is just, and it, I had a podcast and the guy was like, I'm so sick of these kids just coming in with the same five questions What's the culture like? Tell me what your favorite deal was. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. And like, they're not really engaged in what the person's mm-hmm. saying. So it's like a huge waste of time rather than trying to connect with the person on a human level. Right. Um, and show mm-hmm. vulnerability because mm-hmm. now's the time to show vulnerability. You're young. It's like, Oh, you know, I'm still just trying to learn about like mm-hmm. what even is restructuring. I don't know. Like, yeah. they already their- have
1: really low expectations, low
0: expectations and like, sh- but share with them what you know and be excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like show a little bit of vulnerability so they feel like they can help and they can, and that okay. feel good. And that makes them feel like mm-hmm. attention to you. when somebody helps another person, it's like crazy what happens. Like they feel like they're, they have a vested interest. And so then all of a sudden uh-huh. they're much more likely to follow up to your emails. Oh, that's awesome. Grace, keep me updated. sounds like you're doing great. Oh, and by the way, mm-hmm. um, our process is kicking off. I'd love to put you in there and then boom, you're mm-hmm. like, <laughs> okay, so that's the goal. Um, mm-hmm. I think the better you get with your social skills, the better you get with your just conversations and really, really try not to have like rote set questions. Really try to get good at listening to what the person is saying and um, riffing off of that. So when Mm -hmm. I say riffing off of that, it's almost like a- a
1: Follow-up questions? It's
0: a dance. It's like somebody Mm -hmm. says, if they go in this specific direction where they're talking about that, you don't go back to your list and go, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) don't tell me about blah, blah, blah. And they're like, wait, does she like, actually understand what I'm saying be like actually mm-hmm. you really know um what does that mean or what does that stand for mm-hmm. and then they'll love that because they're like oh she she's not pretending or bsing she's just trying to learn yeah um so just mm-hmm. be open like you already know so much more than most freshmen so you don't have to feel ashamed about not knowing something mm-hmm. um you can be like actually I have no clue and that, that'll be so refreshing if you okay. say that <laughs> like, <laughs> could you could you set, shed some light on it that'd be really great mm-hmm. um and then that's okay. beautiful. that's beautiful because you take a note on that, you follow up, You're like, thank you so much for your explanation on this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really insightful. Okay. And that that's really how you build a stronger bond instead of just a transaction. Mm-hmm. You know, right. you, want it, you don't want it to feel like, okay, here's ten minute call. Okay, well, thank you so much. Bye. Mm-hmm. It's more like the way you end the conversation is actually really important in terms of. Uh, well, listen, I don't want to take so much of your time, Grace. Um, I really appreciate um, this. I, I hope I can. Um, it's okay if I follow up with you as you know as I go through, um, you know, for as I work through my my internship and maybe this summer mm-hmm. I can reach out back out to you and kind of give you an update. Like, oh, of course, yeah, yeah, keep me updated. Let me know how things are going. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much. Take care. But like just that little thing where you're planting the seed of like you're going to let them know how you're doing.
1: Right, and a lot of them actually say that before I can. They'll say like, keep me updated. Let yeah. me know what else I can do.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So. so that's great. That means you're making a good impression. So just keep doing what you're doing. Um, stay healthy. Drop, <clears throat> if you have to drop anything, drop this, but just try to keep at least some cadence. Yeah. Don't let it drop to zero. <laughs> right. <laughs> try to keep building a little bit um, so mm-hmm. that, you know, um, I think you have time on your side and you're, you're, in, a great, you're in a great seat. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: keep it up. Yes. Yeah.
1: Thank you so and much good, for all that. Good the choice <laughs> of color
0: today. Good choice of color. Yes.
1: <laughs> minds think alike.
0: <laughs> Yeah. All right. We'll talk soon. All right. Bye. And thanks to you, my listeners at Wall Street Oasis. If you have any suggestions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to send them my way. Patrick at wallstreetoasis.com. Until next time.